IGTV live. You might say, what's it all about? Do you feel like you don't have a voice? Want to have your say here in San Diego? Are you a performer, drag queen, bar manager, club owner, or local LGBTQ business owner? Want to make a difference here in Hillcrest? Well, we're here and all about unity and community. We're here to give you a voice. Be part of the community like never before in front of a live studio audience from the world-famous Urban Moe's Barn Grill in Hillcrest, San Diego. A legendary drag queen with a vision to bring unity and community to San Diego. Bringing LGBTQ businesses together, outreach to those in need, and most of all, uniting us as one. It's time we came together. Gay, bisexual, transgender, lesbian, queen, fluid, non-binary, black, white, Asian, all the colors of the rainbow, Republican, Democrat, all religions, beliefs, and views. We are one community. And here, you matter. Love is love. And unity is power. Live from the world-famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill. Hillcrest, San Diego. From the Church of Glam Studios. This is GGTV Live. Hey, girl. Hey, it's me, Gigi. Welcome to the podcast. I am super excited to have a very chuck full lineup of special guests today. Uh, We have uh, the amazing Rudy Ramrod over here. Hi, Rudy. Get up in there. Yeah. How about that? There we go. Now I can hear you. We have, of course, my word wizard over here, Mr. Khalil Blue. Hey, hey, y'all. How you doing? And we have one of our fabulous sponsors from uh, 180 Degree Fitness, Coach Evan in the house. What's going on, gorgeous? Happy to be here. What's up? (laughs) And the fitness is fitting. Very fitting. Um, As always, I like to start off our podcast with an affirmation. So I've asked Khalil to put some words together and weave them into something for us um, today. So what you got for us today, Khalil? Yes, we love a good word weave. Mm. Mm. Uh, this message uh, is goes out to the community um, in reverence to our recent Colorado shootings. Fear not, love child, for you are held. And in this moment, though rocked, we remain strong. We will never stop living, stop fighting. We will still stand. We will love on purpose. We will continue to party without pause. Please don't stop your music. Dance louder. The bass in our community's beat be far louder than the barrel of any gun. So over we say their names. Ashley Paul, Derek Rump, Kelly Loving, Daniel Ashen, Raymond Green Vance. Thank you for your living, for your sacrifice. We promise your stories will never fade in vain. Thank you. Oh, you brought a tear to my eye. That was that was good. We we've had a really um, emotional uh, month since the last time we did the podcast. So yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we definitely that is going to be a little topic for us to talk about in this first little segment. But before we get to that, I want to do a little uh, introduction to my friend Rudy Ramrod. Hey, friend. What's up, friend? <laughs> How are you, my dear friend? I am very good. You know, you and I have been working together here in San Diego community for many, many years. At least I mean, since I moved here in two thousand eight, I. Think 
think right. I met you right off the bat. Right. Um, yes. We've done many fundraisers together, many Come events. Come on, fundraisers. Because <laughs> you know what? Paying it forward is probably the most important thing you can do in your community. Period. Uh, you know, whether it's with donations or your time, you know, it's always good to give yes. because the universe will give you something back. Oh, absolutely. So how long have you been in the business? Well, I started in uh, 2000. 2000. And, and uh, San Diego Drag Kings Club started in, uh, they, well, they started a contest just in 1999. And Na- then the actual group started in 2000. That's amazing. And how have you seen the Drag King world evolve since then? Well, it, it's funny because when we first started, um, I barely even seen a drag queen, let alone a king. And so uh, we started with from scratch. And then this is pretty much before internet. There wasn't really places to research or look. Or like today, um, you go and see many makeup tutorials, suggestions, outfits, uh, music, uh, of course, many videos. You know, we didn't have any of that at first. So it was really, um, it was really uh, uh, different for us on that. What? So it started off as a contest. I didn't know this until I read. I have these. I have a couple articles of yours um, from back in the day, and I didn't know that it actually started as a contest at the Flame. Right, a weekly contest. Drag it out. Mm -hmm. So it was it specifically for drag kings, or was it for anyone doing drag? At first, it was just for kings, and it basically stayed that way. I I think because one. A lot of the stuff was separated back then. You know, we didn't have a lot of kings and queens um, and uh, cisgender performing. Everybody kind of had their own little corner. Uh, but it started as a weekly uh, contest where uh, Kelly Harper, who started it, was doing some contests. Um, and, and she realized that a lot of these contests, the same people performed over and over. And they kept winning the same people over and over again. And they didn't give the opportunity for new people to perform. So she started a king contest. She made it weekly. Uh, if you won, you were not allowed to perform in the contest until eight weeks later, after eight champions, okay. and then you, whoever won that, became a king member. Love it, and so. and I'm looking at a magazine, the the um, Lavender News and Lifestyle magazine from January 2002, which has, is this your cast? Yeah. Well, you know, you're all not unclockable in this. I was about to say, <laughs> right? listen, L- I mean, listen. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. That you were all ready to go to work. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, listen, GQ magazine could never. Right? They're all on their way to Wall Street right now. Okay. The, the funny thing about that picture is we were walking down the street down in uh, um, downtown, and it, unfortunately, it was right after two, uh, uh, 2011, uh, you know, in that time frame. And uh, we found the street. It looked great. So we're walking down the street, and all of a sudden, these cops show up. Apparently, there was a federal building. And they were so on edge from, you know, 9-11 that they're like, uh, you can't be here. And we're like, it's a public street. Oh. And they're like, yeah, but that's a federal building. So they just made sure that we made sure we couldn't have any pictures. We didn't even know it was there. It, <laughs> so, so we're walking down the street <laughs> and <laughs> federal agents are walking up going, can you? Um, <laughs> like, oh, really? Wow. We didn't, you know. That's called being fabulously <laughs> oblivious. I think that's what that is. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> it, it's an amazing picture. You I mean, have we to call that a backdrop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have like five left of those and, and you notice I'm the only one not signed I see that you have to sign that I do have to sign because that's that. definitely a collector's item because I think there's only like seven of those in 
existence? About left, probably. I'm, pro- I'm sure there's more in someone's closet in the bottom of a box. I think I have somewhere. one more of those. Think, so. <laughs> Where do you hope to see the art of of drag kings move into? I mean, I we have yet to see a true drag king um portrayed on RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. But we have, of course, the king himself, Landon Sider, a winner of Dragula, which is amazing. Right. Where, where, do you, where do you hope to go with this? Uh, the thing about RuPaul is, is I don't know if that's ever going to happen. And, you know, I would love that to happen. I think maybe eventually it will happen because things just continue. Well, you know, interestingly, though, it's just um, UK. Oh yes, Dra- Victoria Scone just had Victoria really Scone um, for uh, Canada versus the world. Yes, came out as like a, a Fabio. Oh, Fabio, yes. It, so it, it actually was the very first drag king impression on the runway of RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, that's fantastic, isn't it? Have you did you watch it yet? You have to see it. Uh, she nailed. You're gonna live. She nailed <laughs> that character. Live. I'll definitely have to look that up. Yes. She comes out backwards with like her hand up and then she turns around and she, uh, it's just fabulous so check it out on uh, Canada versus she definitely the world put it on the map in a big way it, that's fantastic totally well and that's something I've, I've been hearing that that uh, across the nation uh, that a lot of places have drag kings that are around that are really well accepted uh, it, yeah, and we started so long ago and nobody even knew anything about that come on so, pioneers mm. telling you you paved the way baby okay. so uh, but I'm watching so much stuff like uh, the, the chess the people buy the chess guards things now that the, the rubber suit isn't that amazing that, that they can amazing. have the 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 buy the, the six-pack and the pecs and everything and that's there's other ways where people that are small enough that they you know, take them back for binding yeah I, I actually performed for six years before I found my first binder because I had no idea that they even existed. Wow. I was using a six-inch ace bandage and two sports bras <laughs> and yes, it leveled this up, but it just made me more, you know, mm. it was crazy. Literally had two six-inch ace, uh, ace bandages and two uh, sports bras. It's what I used for the first five years that I performed. Had no knowledge on that. So I really love the fact that uh, the internet is showing that people can learn. If you have a question, there's a lot of videos and a lot of tips and you know things you can do. Absolutely. Now, do you, when you're not in character as Rudy Ramrod? I mean, I only know you as Rudy um, because we've performed together so many times. But are you your pronouns? Okay, I I personally don't care about my pronouns. I never really did. But everybody knows me as Rudy because that's. I was always trying to get people to go to my show. I was always Rudy when I was in in, in the hood. So um, I'm basically Rudy all the time. But if you call me by my my other name, my, my I will not have a problem with that unless I'm performing that day. <laughs> right. Um, but when it comes to actual pronouns, I really, really never have an issue with that. Okay. I kind of like Rudy from the hood. That's the- <laughs> Rudy from the hood. <laughs> I like that. That's good. And I mean, no, honest, not that. <laughs> honestly, shouldn't we all be just moving away from pronouns? I feel we're just humans, right? Yeah. We're just human beings. We're artistic. We're creative. We're full of love. We're just Rudy. We're <laughs> just Rudy. <laughs> just Rudy. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, we're so happy that we finally got you on here. I know we were supposed to have you back in October, but that's when I had my mental uh, crisis and decided that um, doing drag once a week was too much for me. Come on, reset. <laughs> so. well, you know, as we, as we get older, I, like uh, I was telling my girl, I, um, when I was first started, we were doing special, mostly um, charity events and things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm doing eight, nine shows a month, and now I'm doing my show once a month, and even then I'm like, 
<laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, and where can people go see uh, a Drag King show right now? Well, we're at Gossip on the second Friday of the month. We're doing very well. We sell out early, so we okay. need to, to get on that on, on thing there. But, where do they purchase tickets? Uh, it's on uh, uh, the Gossip, Gossip Grill Club site. Okay. Site. Yeah, the, the events set there, and and, uh, and and we've evolved. I've always have one or two drag queens in my group, but I also have been bringing in uh, burlesque uh, dancers and um, male, uh, male or female. Oh, I, I try to bring in two guests and just try to keep things going. A little bit of variety. Yeah. Absolutely. We've always been open to anybody who wanted to perform, so. Cool. Um, I just got distracted because there's a little birdie in, <laughs> in the, trying to get out of backstage. Sorry about that. Um Okay, well, thank you for being here today, and I want to shift over for a moment to our one of our sponsors. Which you know, thank you so much, Evan. For, oh, I'm so happy to be for here. being part of this and for sponsoring since yes. day one. Thank you for having me. <laughs> you know, we we can't uh, we can't do this without our sponsors. So, um, 180 Degree Fitness is your company. Yes, uh, and you really want to focus and and support the uh, LGBT. LGBTQ um, community and, yes. and w- why is that? Where does that come from? Uh, I remember, you know, being out here in the military, and you know, I got in shape, and there was a time in my life where I was like opening myself up to the gay community, and I was going through that don't ask, don't tell process, and I was like, oh, I just want to get out here and I want to be, but I wasn't really happy, and I wanted to be fit, I wanted to feel good. So even though the Marine Corps has like fitness and all that stuff, I just didn't feel good because it wasn't my community. Mm. So I said, how can I get with the LGBT community and share what I want through my transformation process so I was like why not do it with fitness and get people to work out and feel good no matter where they're at in their lives right and it's all about the mindset right so getting the mindset worked on and not worrying about hey it's about the six-pack it's about got to look this certain way it's whatever it's about what is your version of you feeling good absolutely finding that out first and then once we find that out the fitness and nutrition just comes along with it right and you know once we have all those three things together with what you want everything changes for you right you make yourself happy and so, what is it that you want to do and what 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 do you want to accomplish you know and to accomplish that what are, what tools do you use are you an in person trainer mm-hmm. are you a um a uh, a cyber trainer? Is so, there an app? Like, how does that all work? Yeah, out? so I do it all online. You do it all. Um, I used to do it in person, mm-hmm. but I realized I couldn't help as many people doing it in person. So okay. I said, like, "How can I help more people?" And it's all online. So mm-hmm. I get their mind focused on like, "Do you want to work out at home? Do you want to go to the gym?" Set up on those plans, and then work on the nutrition and the mindset. We do. You know, what are three things that you're thankful for in the morning before you even wake up in the morning to start your day? Because if you don't get that out of the way, you're not going to be able to do anything after that, right? So just working with that, getting that mindset focused is what, you know, it's what I do. It's what it's, what it's all about. You know? I love that you incorporate mind, body, mm-hmm. spirit. Like, exactly. Because mm-hmm. you got to have like a focal point. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're not grounded to go from there, you're not going to go anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> for, for sure. Right? I, I, Everybody say that before. <laughs> uh, that a workout begins with gratitude. I think that's that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Because going for a walk might just be all you want to do. Okay, good for you. And give and yourself it, kudos for the walk. Absolutely. You know, and be thankful that you can walk today. That, that's thankful, incredible. You know, just, I've never thought of how you know, first thing in the morning three mm-hmm. things to do. Yeah, just start out every day like that. And if you don't make it to the gym, so what? 
It happens. We're human. Like we talked about earlier, we're human. We're in our own way. I can't stress how important it is to before you get on your phone in the morning, which I think most people do, and I am uh, guilty of myself. You know, Mm -hmm. I try to get to the living room, and I, I actually just lay on the floor, and then I imagine myself growing roots into the ground. And I like imagine it going through the dirt, through the rock, mm, into the magma, good. the molten core of the earth. And of course, my roots are rainbow. I don't know what your roots are. <laughs> they are. Like, as it starts, it's like more black and white. But as it gets deeper, like my roots start to glow in colors. And right. I got rainbow roots, you, bitch. It sets you up for the day, right? And it's your way, and it sets you up for what you got going on for the day. And it does. Do a little you know? yoga, do a little mm-hmm. breathing, um, look in the mirror. Yep. Tell yourself you are beautiful, you are fabulous, mm-hmm. and I am the motherfucking one. You right. know? That's yep. amazing. <laughs> Life is too damn short. It you is. Worry about what other people are thinking. It you gotta is. get your own brain. Th- those first. sparkles go <laughs> too, right? As those colors, they, they sparkle? The, they sparkle, they glitter, all of it. I want to be at the end of that pot. You know, where it touches the <laughs> So, okay, well, well, and of course, we know Khalil, you're here each um, each podcast with us. Um, uh, what's been exciting for you right now? Like, anything that we should know about? Any place they can come see you um, outside of here? Ooh, where am I gigging? Um, yeah, I've been, yeah, I've been gigging, doing a lot of music stuff lately. I'm going to be, I'm on a like a black owned tour right now with the Throwback Soul Cafe. Awesome. Um, so we've been touring different venues in San Diego. I'm doing things with a cast of amazing like R&B soul uh, spoken word artists mm. um, that are on this cast. So we have a show coming up on December 9th um, that is going to be at the Hamlet in um, La Mesa and then we're uh, performing again at Over the Border in Chula Vista on uh, December 11th. So yeah, come come check out the show. It's going to be a banger. Fabulous. Yeah. Oh, we have our fabulous Jello Shop boy, um, Philip, in the wow. house. He is slinging some. Uh, is, I'm gonna take one today. I'm, I'm gonna. I might take one. Yeah, today. let's see. Especially because you looking like you look. Good. Oh, <laughs> delicious! I'm trying the mai tai. Would you like one, Rudy? Absolutely. Come on over here. Careful. Blue raspberry is the flavor, baby. Philip had a um, sling accident and is in a foot cast right now. (laughs) (laughs) His foot got cost in that stirrup. Mmm, delicious. We're going to take these Jello Shot. But the squats are working. <laughs> from a Jello Shot Mafia in the house each and every uh, weekend here at Urban Mo's. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. Be right back. She, he, they, let's just say gender bender. And we love it. Back to you, Glitz Glam. A legendary drag queen with a vision to bring unity and community to San Diego. Bringing LGBTQ businesses together, outreach to those in need, and most of all, uniting us as one. It's time we came together. Gay, bisexual, transgender, lesbian, queer, fluid, non-binary, black, white, Asian, all the colors of the rainbow, Republican, Democrat, all religions, beliefs, and views. We are one community. And here, you matter. Love is love. And unity is power. Live from the world-famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill. Hillcrest, San Diego. From the Church of Glam Studios. This is GGTV Live. 
Want to join us live? Want to meet our cast and special guests? Have your say on this very podcast? Then come join our live studio audience. Sundays from 12 noon, live from the world famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill. We can't wait to meet you. We're back. Oh, I hope that you are um, all sitting at home, sipping on a hot cup of tea like we are here. Um, thank you, Shakespeare's Corner Shop and Afternoon Tea for supplying our delicious English tea today. It is the Church of Glam bl- uh, blend. It's an all-inclusive blend that has an honest, fruity side, a splash of love, but with that always-needed spice. Spilling the tea, literally. Oh, I'm going to take a little, little sip. Come on, sip. To tea or not to tea. Now we're going to get into the nitty gritty. Some shit went down recently. I'm sure you've all heard. Um, We had a shooter open fire in a uh, Q Q club. Um, Club Q in uh, Colorado Springs, uh, Colorado. Um, this is the second time our one of our sacred spaces has been attacked. Of course, Pulse um, as well. And, it, you know, I don't want to get into the fear of it because I feel like news, um, you know, they, they want to play this shit over and over and over again. And I think they want you to be scared. Um, but the fact that we're here today proves that we will not retreat. We will not back down to hate. Um, we're going to be sparkly and gay and louder than ever. Yes, honey, the doors of the church are open. <laughs> they have. They have, you know. But, you know, this obviously brings into question some security issues um, amongst our community. Um, you know, these people want to uh, take away our safe spaces. Um, here at Urban Mose, you know, uh, we've been a safe space for 30 years, and we're going to continue to do uh, what we've done all along. We always have uh, security on on site. Uh, we've gone over with our employees' shooter protocols, which is horrible to have to do in this day and age. Uh, holidays and weekends, we do wand and check backpacks. Um, I don't know exactly how the shooter got in to uh, the club up in Colorado, but, you know, things slip by once in a while, I guess, and and this is just a tragic uh, version of that. We also here at um, Moe's are installing an escape door at the back of our uh, dance floor because it's literally the only corner of the building that doesn't have an exit, Um, and that will be going in in the next couple weeks so that, you know, starting in 2023, because shit's going to ramp up going as we get closer to this presidential election. Um, You know, the, the Proud Boys are on alert, they're saying that they're going to disrupt events, not just events with children, <laughs> just drag events, just gay bars. They're coming for us. So, um, you know, Rudy, there, there was a trans man that was shot, um, you know, in, in this club. And, you know, it, it, it's just such a horrible thing. What, how, you've never had to deal with this. You know, you've been in this industry now for 20, 22 years mm-hmm. in San Diego. Isn't it crazy that we even have to contemplate this oh it's it is crazy um it, it just when i came out in, in 1982 i it was it was scary i didn't know anybody and then now it's like i see people being so able to be more more out and be themselves yet 
there's more fear. I, it, it, it blows me away. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I, don't, I don't get that. I don't understand how we can't just be ourselves. These people were where they're supposed to be. It wasn't like they were, you know, they were in a safe spot. I, yeah. I just, it's beyond me on that. It, I, uh, yeah. It's like, you know, they liked us better when we were quiet and hidden in, in clubs with no windows, yeah. uh, being quiet in our, in, and kept in our place. Absolutely. And I think that, um, like you said, not getting into the fear of it, I think it's important to note that we're being targeted because we're, we're growing, we're evolving. I think that our, our community has made such incredible strides about living and loving out loud. And I think that any time an oppressed people experience liberations, those that hate us will try to craft a new cage. And I think that this fear that is being spread around, um, while we don't want to by any means minimize the horror that happened on that day, um, I, I caution myself against sensationalizing it um, yeah. into... Uh, where we don't uh, we get separated from sort of the root and the meaning and the reasons why we gather in spaces like these I think that unfortunately um, the, the sadness and the strength of our community is that we know tragedy well we know we know pain well we know fight well we know struggle well um, this is what we do bouncing back resilience is our birthright and I don't think that anybody um, with a gun anybody that is holding hate in their heart is powerful enough to push us back into closets and corners. Um, so I think our, our job at this point is, is to keep moving forward. And I think that we honor the life's loss. I think that we, we should definitely be pausing for conversation. We should definitely be talking about what it means to be safe, what it means to be in community, and how we, how we t return to those that hate us, a reflection of that safety and that love, and, and let them know out loud that we're still here and we're not going anywhere. And there isn't really anything that that, that they can do about that. And I think that that is what I try to remind myself every day. Because um, this is not the first time that they tried to erase us. And it will not be the fucking last. So, That's like, true. at this point, it, it's tired. It's an old script. It's an old dance. And, and I mean, I think we're better dancers. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Evan, you want to chime in on that? Wait. Yeah, for sure. You know, the good thing is our voice in the LGBT community is on the rise. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? It's on the rise. And even though this is a sad thing that happened at Club Q, the thing is we are fighting back, right? Yeah. And here's just something that we all should consider, right? If you see something, say, say something, something, right? Because we all can't, we can try to do these different things. We can all have our opinions to do something. But if we all come to community and we say, hey, this might not look right or might not feel right, just say something because it can save lives. And it's unfortunate because that's just where we're at in this process. Mm -hmm. But being that we have that voice that's on the rise, let's use that rise within each other and just do it for every one of each other. You know what I mean? So, you know, just keep that in mind and just always be aware of your surroundings, you know? They can try, honey, but mm -hmm. each time they try this shit, we just become stronger as a community. And I think it speaks volumes that we saw this guy's face. Yeah. I mean, they beat the fuck out of him. Okay? Like, don't fuck with a drag queen. I mean, <laughs> or a drag king. <laughs> we are the ones that um, took control at Stonewall, honey. To all those youngins out there, know your history and your history. The first stone has always been ours to throw. Mm-hmm. And, mm -hmm. and, we'll and we'll be holding the last one. Um, That's right. Because love will always prevail. Yeah. <laughs> 
but I do think it's important that, like, like you were saying about being mindful of our surroundings and, and this idea of seeing something and saying something, I think that's such an important message, especially in light of incidents like this, um, because the, the shooting is one aspect of what is going on um, right now on the attack on, on the LGBTQ community. But I think we we have to remember that that hate isn't an incident; it's a practice, right? And that there there is so many things along the spectrum of hate that get moved through community spaces far beyond, far before a bullet um, gets shot. And I think that love is also a practice. And the ways in which we care for each other and ways in which we keep our our community safe means that we're mindful of how we are with one another, how we're exchanging things, how we're making sure that people feel feel held, feel seen, feel heard, feel supported um, when they're with us. Because they're it's not lost on me that, that there's a lot of pain and a lot of anger going around in the world today. And I, and I think across the board, when people resort to violence, it is due to an unmet need. It is due to something in them that they're, some message they're trying to send. A lack of love. A lack of love. And, so and I, I think so if, this is, if this is the space where love is generated, where love is celebrated, um, then I think that we have the strongest defense against hate um, that there is possible. And, and we have to be intentional about how we use that and how we practice love and practice safety on an ongoing basis before violence happens, after violence happens, and during, um, and during this time where we are, where we're reclaiming our stake in the ground. And I, I think it's important for, like you said, for us to, to pay attention to one another, pay attention to what's going on, what you say, what you do, how you treat people, how you hold people. And I, I think that um, that's really really the best thing that we can do and 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 on that topic you know some are going to say that well is it our responsibility Mm -hmm. to invite and to educate you know me personally i feel the fact that i'm sitting here with rhinestones super glued to my face and um lashes the size of cockroaches is my statement that you know i'm here i'm queer you get fucking used to it but you know should we be doing more and how can you do more Rudy, what do you think? Well, I think that actually uh, we are doing more. You see, uh, uh, I've seen over, you talked about Dragon evolving before. Uh, I see that, again, there used to be separate shows. Now I see groups, uh, cisgender, everybody else doing. So I think that we are showing that everything can be inclusive, that we can include everybody in that sense. <clears throat> also, about the love portion. I think the problem is that people don't really know how to love themselves, so they just uh, they, they're looking at something else to be angry at. Because and, we're clearly in love with ourselves. <laughs> yeah, it. We love it. <laughs> we all love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, uh, I was thinking about the three positive things you yep. did. That is something that anybody can just say. So you get up in the morning, if you're always angry and always mad, and then you see something on TV that you don't like, that now you have that anger and hate of yourself, and you have mm-hmm. a target to 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 do and the fact that everybody is freaking out about drag sex shows which you notice that they you can't say drag show without the word sex i don't know when that happened i've been doing this 22 years i've never had sex on stage i've done 10,000 shows it's never happened i mean Folsom uh, is one thing but yeah, exactly but i might be doing something wrong i don't know but um i just think that that's the biggest issue is that we these people have so much anger toward anything 
and whatever hot button they're going to fire it through. And unfortunately, the don't say gay and all that stuff is out no there. No self-evaluation of yes. themselves before they do any of things. So they have to put that towards something and you know, whatever thing is big. And, and because we are loud and we are proud and we aren't going anywhere. No. Uh, it, it's And you have now political people saying negative stuff about us. We became this target. And so, it, like you said, we just have to keep being ourselves. The good news is I think, unfortunately, there is some good out of what happened in Colorado. There's a lot of people who are on the fence or a lot of people who, who don't have an opinion are all of a sudden going, whoa, yeah, wait a minute. Right. And now they're – unfortunately, if we could get some positive out of this, let's find some allies. And I think yeah. that that's the important thing. And not backing down is part of the ally thing. Absolutely. And I think that's what's pissing them off is that there are so many people now – um, with RuPaul's Drag Race, with the mainstream, um, how mainstream our community is now. We're getting that equality, but we're also getting that attention. We're getting the love from from our allies, and that's really pissing them off. Mm-hmm. You oh, know? Oh yeah. So let's continue to piss them off with that. <laughs> we ain't going back in the hole. We ain't, <laughs> we ain't going back in the closet. I mean, I have a walk-in bedroom closet out. now, honey. I'm comfortable in there, but I ain't staying in there. Uh-uh. <laughs> Well, I want to just thank you so much, Rudy, for stopping in today. Oh, um, thank you. I hope you hang out um, for a little bit today. And, of course, hi, Lisa, your lovely partner. She's so gorgeous over there. I Beautiful. Want, you can leave that wig, too. I'll borrow that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Khalil, um, as always. And we're going to be seeing you later for Church yeah, of Glam. For the church, baby. Because I think they all need to hear what you just um, spouted out for us here. Okay. In, okay. This, uh, in this space, our, our hollowed... Um, Urban Moe's, which of course that's why we call it Church of Glam because our gay spaces are our safe spaces. Absolutely. And they have been our places of worship for many years because the, you know, quote unquote church did not accept us. Mm. And and thank you again, Coach Evan, for uh, being here so today. So happy to be here. For sponsoring this event and, and for doing what you're doing for our community. Thank you. Um, Blessing. Where can they find you on um, Instagram? Yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at I am Coach Evan. All right, and my website is about to be up and running very, very soon. Woo-hoo. So it's going to be very, very easy. It's www.iamcoachevan.com. Very easy. Awesome. And will they get a special um, attention if they say that Gigi sent them? Yes. If you say that Gigi sent you to my Instagram or whatever, I give you 20% off. Oh, right. 20%, 20% off. You heard it here. Right. Give you all the fitness, all the nutrition, all the accountability that you need to get you there. And so. that sexy voice telling you what to do. <laughs> right. Make it happen. Accountability never yes. happens. 24-7. Ah. Well, I I'm might be hitting you up on that because I have a cruise in a month and a half and I, I'm, I have that weird skinny fat thing going on. <laughs> uh, COVID and the holidays have oh. plumped me up. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to switch out our guests, and we have the um, butt doctor coming in next, Dr. Carlton. Stay tuned. It's the first Sunday of the month, and we're back. Live from the main stage, here at the world-famous Urban Mo's Bar and Grill, this is GGTV. Sponsored by Absolute Hornitos, 180-degree fitness, Interbalance Chiropractic, the American HIV Foundation, Pleasures and Treasures, Shakespeare's Corner Shop and Afternoon Tea, CheekyVento.com, and Leather Love. Phew. Now, let's get started. Glitz Glam. 
Hey girl, hey. Want to join us live? Want to meet our cast and special guests? Have your say on this very podcast? Then come join our live studio audience. Sundays from 12 noon. Live from the world famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill. We can't wait to meet you. GTV. Live. You might say, what's it all about? Do you feel like you don't have a voice? Want to have your say here in San Diego? Are you a performer, drag queen, bar manager, club owner, or local LGBTQ business owner? Want to make a difference here in Hillcrest? Well, we're here and all about unity and community. We're here to give you a voice. Be part of the community like never before in front of a live studio audience from the world-famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill in Hillcrest, San Diego. Everybody line up! The show is about to start! Places! The show is about to start! Oh! You have to show a look! Give a look. Faces. Beautiful. No one ugly allowed. Ah, and that's why you're here. Aww. Oh, welcome, Dr. Carlton. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having me here. I really appreciate this space and uh, love this. What a great spot. Awesome. Well, we're going to get into some butt stuff today. Okay. Because I feel like. Well, we're going to just adjust your mic there a little okay. bit. Make love to it. All right. Right here. There you go. There. Oh, yeah. Now I can hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So before we get into the butt stuff part, mm-hmm. I just have to congratulate you. You just received um, high acclaims, um, Out Magazine's 100, is it most influential, most interesting, or people to watch? What was the exact title? It's just their Out 100. They list 100 people every year who have made a difference in the community, and I was honored to be a part of that this year. Awesome. And then they reached out to you, obviously? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got an email. It's kind of funny. Uh, with all the mon- monkeypox stuff I did over the summer, I got a lot of grief from folks about uh, maybe I was being a little too honest about it being a sexually transmitted infection, mostly, not completely. And people were scared that I was sort of stigmatizing the disease instead of what I was really after, trying to protect our community. Well, I mean, that's what it is. And it was predominantly within our gay community. And yeah. it was predominantly with guys that are fucking around. And right. <laughs> and I had just gotten completely croaked by a guy on online. And then I opened up my email and there was an email from Out Magazine that said, hey, we want you in our Out 100 this year. We really appreciate everything you've done. And I just broke down in tears because I thought... Well, after all this effort and energy and love I've put into the community, it's really nice to be recognized for it. And how was the event? The event was great. It was a red carpet in New York City um, at Nebula in Times Square. And it was my first red carpet ever, so it was kind of a neat experience for a guy like me who never pictured himself on a red carpet. Um, So uh, met lots of stars. Austin Wolf was there and hung out with him for a while. Cody Grigsby from Peloton. Bowen Yang from Saturday Night Live. I met the Boulet brothers. Love them. Um, you know, just lots of really cool people. Amy Schneider from Jeopardy, the Tournament of Champions champ, uh, the trans woman. Uh-huh. There. It was uh-huh. super awesome. And uh, just a great night to be celebrated. And uh, I felt like a rock star. Well, you are a rock star. I think it's so important that we have 
uh, people of your stature, you know, doctors, having sex positive conversations publicly like that because when I first came out being gay when I was first diagnosed with HIV right. I, I didn't have anybody that I could really talk to like you right. like I wish I had a doctor like you that would just be like alright you're getting fucked in the butt well, we gotta talk about it you know it's right. like I had doctors that kind of were literally didn't want to touch me you know right. back in 1997 when I was diagnosed totally. um, I was you know when I went into the hospital I had shingles at one point in time and they actually put red you know notices on my door not to enter without you know full body scrubs and everything yeah. it was ridiculous overkill totally. I mean totally ridiculous I yeah. mean it was crazy so you know thank you for so much that you do we met uh, just a few months ago right you were doing a, a some outreach with AHF Right. And um, and that's where I learned all about you being the butt doctor. Yeah. So what? Why, why do they call you the butt doctor? Well, I am a gay man, and I'm a gastroenterologist who specializes in the digestive system. Okay. And I spend a lot of time up people's butts with cameras, <laughs> um, professionally, and maybe sometimes personally. Personally. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a lot of experience on both sides of that. And so I, I decided to bring that combination of knowledge, both personal and professional, um, to the community to try to help it understand uh, butt sex and understand that it's not really that much of a mystery, Mm -hmm. uh, that it shouldn't be that hard, and um, how to enjoy it, how to make it easier, how to make it more pleasurable, and gave some special tips and techniques that have really revolutionized anal sex for a lot of people. You have changed it for me. Let me tell you, when you told me about the fact that the butt had a secret code, right? I was floored, and since then, mm. I have been plugging that code into my hole. Oh, good. good. <laughs> and it works, folks. Right. It works. So tell us a little bit. Is, is, how did you learn that? Well, as a student in med school and, in, and then a resident in internal medicine, I had to go through all kinds of different training programs. I spent a whole month in uh, the uh, prostate clinic, prostate cancer clinic at Mayo Clinic, and had to examine a lot of prostates. And I had a lot of men who were terrified to be examined, who were really pinched and clenched, and and I kind of figured out along the way that if you just slide your finger in a little bit and press over laterally to the side, say if it's a clock over at uh, 9 o'clock or to 3 o'clock, and just hold and pre- that pressure laterally, that, that tiny little tight hole starts opening up. It does. And, you know, you move around to the different positions. You can think of it as a compass or a clock. And as you go around to those positions and hold that pressure, things open up more and more and more. And it really is like the key to a door. It, it's amazing. It's, to the back door. It, 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 my back door is open now after right. so many years of being locked. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people have told me that. And I've been really surprised and shocked at that. Feedback from around the world, not just men, women too, saying, oh my God, my husband loves this. This is phenomenal. Thank you so much for unlocking this. I feel like you need secret. to like patent and trademark it. And I think I should. Yeah. <laughs> the How to Unlock the Butt series. Right. Um, and you know what? What? What was your uh, motivation? Like, why? Why become a doctor? I mean, when you were a child, were you fascinated with the with medical science? I mean, right. my my dad was chronically ill when I was a kid, okay. and I spent a lot of time in doctors' offices and waiting rooms and hospitals, and um, I had a, a lot of admiration for the people that were taking care of my dad to make him stay around longer so that I could appreciate, you know, live and appreciate him more. So I I always looked up to those folks and always wanted to be like them. 
And so uh, at a very, very early age, I put my sight on that, and that's what I wanted, and I knew what I had to do to get there, so I just focused my whole life on getting there. And you got there, baby. Yes. And now you're here. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, and, and, and it's so important that, especially within the gay community, mm-hmm. to, to have a healthy butt. Right. Like, you know, uh, I'm approaching 50. You know, mm-hmm. colonoscopies are a, a thing. At, at what age should people be really, you know, thinking about this kind of stuff, being tested and, and well, so forth? Yeah, well, there, there's a lot of things with your butt that you should be aware of. You know, your prostate gland is inside there, and uh, which is a tremendous source of pleasure, but also is a potential source of cancer. So mm-hmm. starting your age 40 to 50, you should start having uh, exams of your prostate, get, getting the uh, labs done to look at your prostate specific antigen levels to see if there's any rise. Um, because early detection really is key when it comes to prostate. Uh, as far as colon cancer screening, it begins at age 45 now. It used to be 50, but just in the last year, we've dropped it to age 45 uh, for the general population. If you have a family history of colon cancer, you go in much earlier, 10 years younger than the um, onset of colon cancer in your first degree family member, like a mother or brother, father or sister, or age 40, whatever comes first. So colon, colonoscopies prevent colon cancer by removing precancerous polyps, yeah. and early detection of colon cancer leads to better outcomes for sure. So uh, the other thing that queer men especially should be aware of, especially HIV positive men, is uh, anal cancer. Ooh. Anal HPV plus the HIV, HIV uh, virus together kind of synergistically create an increased risk for uh, anal cancer. Ooh. So it's important for men to get anal pap smears done. Uh, and if there's any sign of precancerous cells to get a high, res- high resolution anoscopy by a proctologist, um, there's a new study this year that showed that if you get those precancerous lesions treated, you have a tremendous reduction in your anal cancer risk. So it's just something to be more aware of for the community and absolutely more on top of. Uh, so anal cancer, prostate cancer, rectal cancer, those are all uh, key aspects um, for health back there. Okay. And is there something, mm-hmm. um, what can you do like to prevent it? Like, I mean, should I be eating more yogurt to, to, right. to help my, my probiotics in my gut? Like what, what are some things that men can do? Well, sadly with cancer, uh, there's really not a whole lot of dietary stuff that's been com- completely a hundred percent linked, um, with things that you can do to change. Um, the, the biggest thing is to make sure you're getting your screenings mm-hmm. um, to, to look and make sure. And as, as far as anal cancer, one of the things that I want to make sure that our community is aware of is that the HPV vaccine is now available to people up to age 45, covered by insurance. You can get it later in, in life, if, but you may have to pay out of pocket for it. But that's another big preventive step that you can take to pr- protect yourself against anal, oral, cervical, throat cancer, lots of cancers. Absolutely. Now... Um we're going to talk a little bit about HIV mm-hmm. and, and the education, being aware. You know, we just had World AIDS Day right. um, happen. You know, it's a day that we take time to remember those that ha- we have lost and, mm-hmm. and to celebrate those that are surviving. You know, uh, statistically, what are we looking at right now? I mean, things are going well in some mm-hmm some segments of our community, but there are other segments that, you know, I feel like there's a lot of youth that almost feel like they're shying away from 
learning about it. And it, right. it frustrates me because we have PrEP, we have PEP. Right. There should be no new cases of HIV, right. period. Right, and in some cities, those cases, those new cases are going down still tre- tremendously. I think New York is an example of that. But in San Francisco this past year, it was the first year in over a decade that there was a rise in new HIV cases. Ugh. And it was mostly young people, like you said, people mm-hmm. who think they're invincible or who don't take PrEP or, or have a PrEP prescription, but they don't take it. They take a, they don't have a PrEP prescription, but they, uh, they have a, pres- excuse me, they have a PrEP prescription, but they don't take it. And I tell them, hey, it doesn't work by Bluetooth. You know, just because <laughs> you have it in the bottle doesn't mean that it's going to work. You have to actually take it. And there's a lot of different ways you can take PrEP. You can take 211 on demand. You can take daily prep. There's even a new injectable prep. So there's really, like you said, there's really no excuse these days. With and, and even with a post-exposure prophylaxis, if if you slip up and forget to take your prep and you have an encounter that's really high risk that you don't know their HIV status or the condom broke or you're sexually assaulted, there's an over 85% chance of not. Um, contracting HIV with PEP, which is the post-exposure prophylaxis. And that's just one pill after exposure? No, um, PEP is a 28-day regimen. 28-day regimen, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah. so it's the two, it's the two medications in PrEP plus a, 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 a different medication on top of that. So uh, definitely people who have repeated episodes of that where they have to go on PEP should be on PrEP to prevent <laughs> HIV. Yes. Um, but like you said, there's still a lot of stigma around HIV. Oh. Uh, even on, in the community these days, people go on apps and get completely shut down as soon as they disclose their status, which is completely ridiculous because these days when uh, someone's undetectable for HIV, they can't transmit the virus through sex. And there's such an ignorance about uh, undetectable equals untransmissible in our community. And a lot of people get discriminated against. And, you know, can you imagine losing uh, an amazing partner just because of something as simple as that? I mean, you can completely it's, get around it. It's ridiculous. And, 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 it, what what frustrates me is when people use that terminology of being clean, right? You know, it, insinuating that it being HIV positive that I'm a dirty individual. You actually are most likely safer, right? Playing with someone who is undetectable because uh, we get our labs done regularly. We're, right. We're always <laughs> the doctor and I are very close. Uh, shout out to Doctor Caperna; he's mm-hmm. amazing. Um, and we're typically healthier and on top of our stuff. <laughs> Absolutely, you're totally right. I, you know, I can't tell you how many people have come up to me in the last few months on the on the apps here, even in San Diego, that said, "Hey." The guys on here don't know their status. They lie, or they just don't know. And then they say, and then we have unprotected sex. And I just turned out HIV positive. I had a 25-year-old oh. this past week who said I'm HIV positive because some guy lied to me and said that he knew his status when he hadn't even been tested ever for HIV. So you know, you have to keep in mind that people who are HIV positive know their health status. They know what's going on. Mm -hmm. They're getting their labs done. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're very religious about medications so that things don't go wrong. Uh, So I agree. It it, it needs to stop. And I hope, you know, more of these conversations, you being on this podcast, the people listening now, Mm -hmm. I hope it sinks in. We have so many opportunities to check your status now within our community. We are so fortunate to have home kits now. You used to have to do uh, referrals and get to the right doctor and all that stuff. But uh, like we work with Vita here. Mm-hmm. Um, they come with a table usually on Wednesdays to Urban Mo's um, and they give out um, home tests for you. So if, That's you're, incredible. if you're a little nervous about going into a doctor's office, there are other options. But, right. you know, you definitely need to, when you go to your doctor, be honest. 
Right. Talk to them. Tell them what you're doing. Absolutely. And you you mentioned earlier about uh, rise in new cases and you feel like it's happening more often in certain communities. It is happening more often in certain communities. There's a big uh, disproportionate uh, amount of HIV cases that are new in black and Latino people compared Mm -hmm. to white Mm -hmm. uh, men who have sex with men. Um, just like is happening with with monkeypox, or the, what happened with monkeypox, a lot there was a big discordant, disproportionate uh, amount of cases amongst gay, black, and Latino men compared to white men. Um, and part of that is vaccination. Part of that is stigma. Um, part of that is lack of access to care. It's a very complicated, and obviously racism mm-hmm. plays a role as well. So there's a, there's a lot that we need to do to outreach to our queer community of color to protect our queer community of color better. I feel like within the Latino and black communities, there's a lot more religion right. involved. So I think there's a lot more shame attached to even being gay, to even have that conversation. Right. Which is unfortunate. Um, yeah, it happens. But you, you have to educate yourself. You, you really do. And there's, you know, I have, I've had so many messages on the apps what does undetectable mean? And I feel like, ooh, girl, if you're in your 20s and you still don't know. Right. And I, <laughs> and I explain to people, undetectable means that when you go, if you're HIV positive and you, you go get a lab test and they measure the amount of virus in your bloodstream, it's so low that it can't be detected by standard laboratory testing. And that's what undetectable means. Right. And which means that you cannot pass it. So exactly. it's untransmittable. Right. You equals you. Correct. <laughs> so now that you are a... Um, uh, out 100 influential doctor where right. do you see yourself going from here well I always dreamed of having my own show what uh, what that entails I don't know television or a podcast I am going to be working some this next year with Rocco Steele okay um, And but it's not going to be porn it's going to be about um, some I, I can't really talk about it quite yet but it's some health related stuff so I think it's going to be interesting and I think a lot of the community that's been neglected in the past is going to find it really fun Ooh, exciting we're going to take a real quick break and we'll be right back Legendary drag. Want to join us live? Want to meet our cast and special guests? Have your say on this very podcast? Then come join our live studio audience. Sundays from 12 noon, live from the world famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill. We can't wait to meet you. Mariah is in the house. I don't want to 
and Christmas is right around the corner, and we are here with the butt doctor, Dr. Carlton. We've been talking a little bit about this and a little bit about that. We've been talking about health and, and what you need, and, and um, what do you have going on for Christmas this year? Well, I originally was going to go to London with my kids, Okay. and we kind of they kind of dilly-dallied a little bit about you know wanting to take a friend or not, and then now it's kind of just up in the air. So oh. kind of, which is kind of nice. I took the time off, which is great. A staycation is always fun, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, I can finally get myself taken care of after taking care of everybody else for so long. I can go do my dental appointments and my colonoscopy and all that other stuff, so that, that's probably what I'll do. It's, I mean, you're always taking care of other people. So you, I mean, you probably can't find time for you. I can don't. You? Yeah, I don't have that time. So you're married with kids. Right, yeah. I have two 17-year-old kids. Oh, my goodness. You don't look like you're old enough to have 17-year-old Aww. kids. Botox, <laughs> baby. And so are you a gay man? Or yeah, I'm, I'm, you I'm are a gay, gay man. man. Yeah, we use a surrogate. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and, that's uh, you know, I knew early on that's what I wanted. And here I am, 50 years old, and going to be, you know, Sending my kids out to college this coming year, so it's pretty crazy. That's that's amazing that they have a dad like you to to influence them to to push them to be better. Yeah, kids. It's, it's pretty cool. They, um, I, I kind of thought that you know with this whole platform it might embarrass them or you know, might be ashamed of it, but my daughter spent a month this summer at NYU doing theater, and they asked the crowd, the the new kids coming in something interesting about their family. And she said, well, I have a dad who does social media a lot. And they said, well, what's his name? And she said, Dr. Carlton. She said there was a gay gasp that left let out of the room. You have to keep in mind it was a theater class. So <laughs> She said, Dad, all the NYU bottoms follow you. <laughs> That's amazing. So um, within the community, is there anything that we should be looking out for? What's next? I mean, we've had HIV, we've had monkeypox now, uh, HPV we're aware of, you know. Right. What else should we be aware of? A couple things. Um, There have been some new studies this summer that show that taking doxycycline after a high-risk sexual encounter, like if you go to the bathhouse for the weekend, go to a party weekend, like a circuit party or an orgy, um, taking doxycycline 200 milligrams within 24 hours after that encounter decreases your risk of uh, chlamydia and syphilis by 70 to 72 percent. So um, that's a huge. Uh, so I mean, our doctor's going to be on board with, "Hey, I'm going to I'm going on an Atlantis cruise next week. Right. Can I please have a script beforehand?" Is that something? So, that- some are, you know, some some are more liberal about it than others. There is a concern about building antibiotic resistance, and that, so it's not completely agreed upon yet. But okay. the CDC has it on their website as a thing that's happening right now. How often does uh, uh, antibiotic resistant case of gonorrhea or chlamydia affect uh, a gay man? Well, for chlamydia and syphilis, it's really low. Okay. And that's what this is mostly aimed at. Gonorrhea, it is rather high. um, But again, this isn't really aimed towards gonorrhea as much as it is chlamydia and syphilis. Okay. Um, the other thing that we should be aware of is there are pockets across North America of hepatitis C popping up amongst gay men or men who have sex with men uh, through anal sex. It's traditionally thought of as an injectable um, That's what I drug. always remember it as being. Right, right. But, but if you have a high viral load and you take a load up your ass, there's a potential of getting oh. um, hepatitis C. And we're seeing pockets of it happen in Canada and then across, across the United States. So... <sighs> It's just small little things, that, but, but it's something to keep on your radar. And so make sure that you're getting your hepatitis C antibody levels checked when you go for your checkups. 
Um, it is completely curable and treatable with a, a medication for eight weeks. Um, depending on your insurance level, um, that can be free or it can be incredibly expensive. So, um, you know, stay on top of that. Well, we need everybody to get on insurance. Well, yep. hopefully those prices come down. Right. <laughs> it's a little crazy right now. Um, what would, uh, in, in leaving, uh, what do you want? Is there anything you want to tell the community? Uh, where can they find you? Sure. Um, where do you do you have any appearances coming up in the near future? You can find me on social media at Dr. Carlton D O C T O R C A R L T O N on Instagram and TikTok. My um, Twitter has a underscore in, uh, in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the next appearance that I have booked is Austin. Texas in April. I'm going to be uh, one of the headliners for Austin Kink Weekend. I just did uh, LA, Leather, LA Leather Getaway Weekend in um, Los Angeles at the Bonaventure mm-hmm. and Top Butt Stuff. And there's lots of cool classes that happen, like classes on fisting, on water sports, on bondage, on ropes. Um, whatever you're into or you think you might be into, it's a great opportunity to explore those sorts of things. I certainly learned what I'm not into this weekend and what I'm into. Not king shaming. <laughs> <laughs> what are you not into? Well, there, there were some things that I didn't quite get. Yeah? Yeah, like the diaper thing. Like oh, adult, adult, adult uh, baby yeah, kind of play. Kink, I'm not kink shaming those folks. And if, hey, if that gets them off, then great. It's just something that I don't particularly... It's something I'm considering for long... Um, long for when I'm in drag for long periods of time <laughs> right. in difficult outfits, that actually might be a good I, thing. I think I might throw a diaper on underneath there, and <laughs> that, that, that actually might work, and not have to worry about and, uh, taking it all out because sometimes it's difficult. Right. Well, I, I just want to thank you for. I, I know you're a busy man, and so it's a Sunday, so I really appreciate you taking the time out to stop in and, and chat with us for a moment. And um, I'm really happy that I got to meet you. Oh and, my gosh, you're an icon in the community. Thank you for providing a safe space for us Aww. and um, it's, this is a special place and I really appreciate all that you do thank you so much Dr. Carlton and, and I love ha- the House of Glam I, oh, we love you and I hope you're going to hang out a little bit today um, but I totally understand if you got other things going on uh, and we hope to see you again soon I, I, I feel like you're you're just going up from here like we got you like right on the beginning of, of greatness from your lips <laughs> to your hole. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick uh, break and we're bringing in our last segment for today. We have uh, Jasmine Glam coming up with Ariana Grinder and special guest Mia Pearl. We'll be right back. Sundays will never be the same again. Taking politics, entertainment, well-being, mental health, LGBTQAI issues, and all things Hillcrest and drag. From 12 noon every week. This is the podcast the entire community is a part of. Live from the world-famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill. This is GGTV. It's the first Sunday of the month, and we're back. Live from the main stage, here at the world-famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill, this is GGTV, sponsored by Absolute Hornitos, 180-degree fitness, Interbalance Chiropractic, the American HIV Foundation, Pleasures and Treasures, Shakespeare's Corner Shop and Afternoon Tea, CheekyVimto.com, and Leather Love. Phew! Now, let's get started. Glitz Glam. Hey, girl, Hey. Testing. 
Hey girl, hey, we are family and I am back with some of my close family. Well, I consider them family. We all have our biological family and then we have our chosen family. And uh, I, of course, have my daughter with us now. Biological, right? My, yes, of course. Well, at this point, she's such a headache. I must have pushed <laughs> her out something. Uh, Miss Jasmine Glam is uh, here. We're going to be talking about some entertainment. Um, I fondly call her Jazzy. Or jazz, or or Miss Glam, if you're nasty. We also have the fabulous Ariana Grinder in the house. Hey, 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 girl. How are you? It's been a while. I'm, it's been good. You, you took off last month. You were in Palm Springs, girl. You know I was. <laughs> Ooh, she was working that ponytail. Oh. And our special guest today is the legendary. Mia Pearl. Oh, Glitz. Thank you for having me, darling. I am thrilled to have you here, and I cannot wait to see you take us to church later yes, when I'm you so perform. Glad you don't have shoe cam because I'm wearing Crocs. Yes, <laughs> you, we got to be comfy, girl. We got to be comfy. <laughs> Get get up real okay, on that okay, right, real like it's a penis right in front of your face. You're gonna make love to it. All right, there we go. There we go. Um, I really wanted to get you on here, Mia, because you are fascinating to me. You are. I feel like you're never not working. Number one, like what? So what do you do as a day job? You have a day job. I do have a day job. Tell us I what do. what what does Darnell do? Oh, Darnell handles claims on behalf of cities and counties. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So, so I handle excess claims, and so it's very exciting work. <laughs> I do litigation. I deal with lawyers all day. And um, when something horrible happens at a city or county employee, I determine how many millions of dollars we're going to pay out. Ooh. <laughs> well, they want you on their side then, for sure. Absolutely. I would not fuck with you. Absolutely. Because I, I would be scared of taking you on. I couldn't afford to go to law school, but I get to play a lawyer at work. Oh, I love it. And on top of that, I mean, you obviously are um, a part of the illustrious Imperial Court of San Diego. What is your official uh, title? My official title currently is the President of the Board of Directors. And I started my nonprofit work with the Imperial Court about a decade ago. And from there, I branched out and I started doing Take What You Need. And you have been a huge supporter of that program. I during uh, lockdown and during COVID and and ever since then I, I did come out and I volunteered um, a couple times, maybe once or twice. I, I feel like I need to go back there, <laughs> um, but it, it is so important. And the people that you serve are so beautiful. I mean. They, you've created a family there. Absolutely. They, you see the same faces quite often. Absolutely. How and many people are you uh, servicing? Um, on average, we're servicing about 150 households. Wow. Yeah. So that can Each be week, every three, Tuesday. 400 people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. And a lot of that food was shipped in my car, multiple trips yes. back and forth in my car. Yes, I've been in, your, I've been in the car <laughs> shipping it. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And and how many uh, who 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 donates to take what you need? Where do you get your supplies from? The community, just it's, the community. It's, yeah, it's all grassroots. It's all community. In the beginning, it started off with me paying out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gets very expensive yes. to feed a community out yes. of pocket. Um, and then it started. Um, people just started seeing this on social media and started donating. And so now the program has evolved to more targeted help instead of having a walk up program. Okay. So, yeah, we're, we're still continuing to do the good deeds, still continuing to, to volunteer and making sure we're fulfilling those voids in the community where we can. 
And where can, if you wanted to volunteer, I said earlier in the cast that it's so important to pay it forward, um, whether it be a, a monetary donation or your time, where can people find uh, you uh, to reach out if they want to be a part of it? The easiest way would be on Facebook, and that would be Mia Pearl, M-I-A space P-E-A-R-L. Got it. Yeah. So that you heard it here, folks. If you're looking for something to do here in San Diego or wherever community you're in, you know you can reach out to. There's so many organizations that help, and um, you could always use an extra helper, right, girl? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> We're so proud of our partnership with Petco Park. Oh, and we recently signed a contract with Snapdragon Stadium. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, again, thank you for everything you do for our community. Thank you. Um, we're going to switch over now to my other side. To, to I, I think this is the pretty, the my pretty girls over here. My pretty, we're, we're the we're the performer queens over here. And, uh, oh, they have intros. So let's let's get let's. We're going to start off with um, with Ariana. Miss Ariana is our um, our girl who tells us about what's hot, what's not. What's going on? Um, let's let's play in her intro. She's the girl about town. She's jello shot tastic. She's fluid. She's sexy, and she knows what's hot and what's not. The latest trends and social media crazes. She's got it all. Ariana Grinder. Ariana, take it away. Hey, 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 y'all. It's me, Ariana Grinder. How are y'all doing today? Uh, We're fabulous, girl. Tell us, tell us a little bit about what's what, what's what's grinding Ariana's gears this week. Oh, let me tell you, club etiquette, bar etiquette. Oh, people, that's like my main thing. And obviously, I work in the bars. You know, six nights a week, maybe seven. You know how it was the past three weeks. People like to bulldoze through crowds. Oh. And with no respect. And then they always have, like, you know, the stank face. Like, they're, you know, better than everybody else. Like, come on now. We're all here to have a good time. I'm like, that's, like, what's grinding my gears today. So people need to be respectful of personal space. For real. And I can I can speak for everyone, I feel like, when I come to that situation. Okay. And what are you grinding on this week? Like, what's getting you off? I don't think I have time for that. Oh. <laughs> um, so... Bell bottoms. Bell bottoms. Bell bottoms are back, and I am obsessed that they're back because that was my favorite thing when I was in high school, and they're back. And winter wear fur coats. Oh, I, we, everybody loves the fur coat. Absolutely. Because, you, know, you know, it gets a low of 50 degrees here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from St. Louis, it gets way colder, so I'm like, I finally get to wear what I have. You look fabulous as well. And I, I know we were talking the other day about this new AI app. Yes, okay. Have you done it yet? No, I'm such a cheap-ass bitch. Bitch. I, th- I thought it was free. It's free to download the app, but then they're like, okay, it's $4. Well, it's it's a free trial period of seven days, and then if you don't cancel that shit, it's right. $50, $50 a year. $50, and okay. So I haven't done the $4 charge yet, but I'm like, okay, you know what? Might as well. But everyone's pictures are, go- excluding yours, so gorgeous. Oh. Everyone, like, I'm like, okay, fuck. I need to do it. I feel like it's really fabulous for the drag community because it gives us inspiration and, and new ideas. You know, like yeah. my shit, like I did the whole, the big package of like 200 of them. Oh shit. Oh, there's different ones, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can do a different amount. I, I said, let's go big or go home. 
Well, what I did love about it is that you can choose your gender, or yes. it says whatever else or whatever. Yep, you can and then do it gives other. you both, and it gives you like the whole variety of like, this is what I would look like if I was this. And that. Let me tell you, if I get a chest, you all are all in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and because, that's facts. I saw your pictures. Oh, I did it as a man, I did it as a girl, and I did it as a freak. So I did it all. I love, love, love. <laughs> Hi, Jazzy. Hello. Oh, there she is. How are you, girl? I'm doing well. Well, actually, no, I'm dying a little bit because Grotesque asked me to go out last night, and you know how that goes. I should say no to her, but she caught me. She you caught should me right know Grotesca is the devil incarnate. She really is. I should, but she caught me. I, I snapped off my bangs, but I still had the lashes on. And so <laughs> she was like, girl, come out. I need you. I was like, sister's coming to snap the bangs back on. And I, I rode away down university. <laughs> Where'd you yeah. go last night? Well, my friend Candace came to visit. Yes. She was in town for a little bit. She left around 10 o'clock. And then Grotesca is like, she caught me mid-bang. Oh. I, and, and, and I went back out. Went to Rich's for a little bit. Hung okay. out there. And then we went over uh, to Erica Fox's house. Oh, the after yeah. hours the continues. After, the after hours continues. That's why I'm having this in my Mediterranean brunch. This is just olives in a cup. <laughs> uh, vodka is the best uh, cure for a hangover, right? Yeah. Is that, is that a, mimo- uh, a, no, a Bloody no, Mary? No, no, this is uh, the mango cart michelada. Oh, mango cart michelada. I just like whispering that. I want to do ASMR in here with my nails. Oh, your, your new nails are fabulous, oh, by the you. way. Yeah, I wanted like like a, a winter wonderland, that, I, I, but deadly because that's why they're so sharp. Like a deadly winter wonderland was like what I was going for. <laughs> I feel like my butthole would look like a murder scene if I had those nails. Yeah, people, people think I'm a lesbian. I'm like, there's there's two things I can't do. I can't bowl and I can't be a lesbian because I'll just give you abortions here. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, so your job on the podcast is to tell us about entertainment here in Hillcrest and to feature um, a venue. So who, who are we featuring? Are you up and coming in Hillcrest? A brand new queen or performer in town? Or social media sensation? Well, Jazzy's going to wet your tea bags. Announcing the baby queen of the month. The hottest shows in town and the queens to watch out for. Join the ultimate queen herself. Queen of the doors. The leading G-star herself. Jasmine Glam. We're back. Okay, I love that little intro. I forgot we so had official. an intro. I yeah. almost bulldozed that part. We I was going to interrupt you and be like, hey, Gigi, I want my intro. <laughs> <laughs> she, Jasmine is not one to not speak her mind, let me tell you that. I, I, uh, it, it is a blessing and a curse, yeah. It, it, she really is, though, the, the glue that keeps the House of Glam together, I have to tell you. You are the... as as. As strong as you are, you are the softest, sweetest, most loving person. I'm sorry I'm saying this publicly. I know. Because people are going to know you're nice. I don't, don't tell people that. Just, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> because, you know, you do control the door of every club in yeah. Hillcrest. Yeah, I feel very like like Studio 54 when they were just like, you, you, no, not you. <laughs> but you, I'm nice. I'm nice, though. And, and do, you, do, do you have anything to add with Ariana's grinding? Like, are people annoying you when you're trying to get through the club as well? Well, no, because people move out of my way because I hold my clipboard and I have my light. And people think I own the club. People are like, are you the owner? I'm like, yes, Mrs. Rich. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's me. <laughs> no, the thing, the thing is that when you people move out of my way because I act like I own the club. That's no. what you do. You fake it till you make it. And like, I come in with my first coat, my clipboard. I don't even need the clipboard. It's just for, for, for dramatic for effect. Visuals, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. And so when people see you with the clipboard, they're just, they just move out of your way. Oh, 
because yeah. she's important, folks. Yeah. She's important. Yeah. So who are we highlighting this month for clubs? So for our club, uh, for last month, the venue was number one, which I also work at. So I do the lighting or do the lights for number one uh, demo. So I'm there um, maybe once or twice a month um, for Quinn's show. Which they is have a lot the, of shows there, don't there's they? There's a lot of shows there and, they, and, and a lot of really good DJs there too. So the show's at number one. So we have Rumor with Courtney, which mm-hmm. is the... Uh, the last Friday of every month and then we have Quinn's demo which is the third Thursday of every month and she also has demolition floor which is a showcase for new girls and so it's all tip spots but it gives like new girls who've never performed a chance to come out so she does she does demolition floor before the demo show gotcha. kind of like two and two shows in one and then we have a Havana, Havana Nights with a Barbie Z. Okay. And then La Bomba, which is a rotating uh, between uh, Jazlene East Coast, Annabelle Valentino's, and uh, Chichi Puera. So those are some Latin nights. Yes. Yeah, some Latin nights, yeah. So they get all the fuego going on. Yeah, and they actually had a special one this pa- uh, this past month because, you know, BB Gun was back in Yes, town. yes. Yeah, oh, it was so nice to see her. She came, she, yesterday she flew in, she came to my house, and I made her some iced coffee, and we just, like, kikied and talked about everybody. And so they actually made, um, so remember she had her old show at number one, uh, no Poswell. Yes. So she had. So they made it La Bomba plus No Poswell for one night. So it was like a one night like Latin special. And BB was there. It was so nice to see her. She was at uh, Stunt. Mm-hmm. She was at uh, Ultimate Drag Brunch, mm-hmm. and then she was at um, at her at the La Bomba show too. Yes, and I'm talking to Shania. We w- I think we're gonna try to get the um, Sinful Dames reunion. Yes. In yes. at Mo's. It was um, supposed to happen at Martinis, which I unfortunately, know. or I don't know, fortunately, I don't know if people like it or not. It's, they, they closed down. It's in transition, now. from what I understand. There are some rumors swirling as to what it will be. Yeah. But until they actually open, um, I guess it will find out. <laughs> Yeah, all I know is that I'm going to be working the door there, too. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Of course she is. She's going to be working the elevator door. Oh, 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 I would love to be the elevator operator for them. That would be so cute. And, and number one on Fifth is is one of our older oldest bars yeah. in Hillcrest. And I just love that space. It's, it's very unique. Mm-hmm. That back patio is a great area to perform in. Yeah. And they also have... I haven't even been there since they opened up the dance floor area. Uh, so it's called The Other Side, which is on the other side. Okay. So, and it was, I think it was open for a little while. I don't think it's open right now because I think they're still doing like renovations and right, stuff like right. that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I love the venue too. It's one of my favorite places to work. I love David. Wow, the manager there. He's so cool. And mm-hmm. then Gunther, of course, bartends oh, there. And the, I love Gunther. The slut of, of San Diego. Yeah, Gunther. yeah. Gunther's uh-huh. so great. And all the, whole, the whole bar staff is, they were uh, they were super nice and invited me on their uh, company little yacht not too long ago. Oh. So that was fun too. Oh, I remember those pictures. Yeah, yes. well, DJ was a DJ Latina, DJ Pure Flow, which are like resident DJs there. Lotus, uh, DJ Lotus also okay. um, covers sometimes too. So yeah, I love them there. Awesome. Are, are there any up and coming queens that we should keep an eye out for? I know last month, um, Marty Mars was our queen of the month. She's supposed to stop by at some point today. Um, I haven't seen her yet. She'll be here a little bit later. But yeah. who are we, who are we, who's on your, your radar right now? So on my radar right now is actually Keeks Rose's new baby. Oh yeah. So Keeks, Keeks Rose says she was going to have no children because before, before I met you, I was trying to get on that Rose train. You know, oh. I, was like, I, was like, I was trying to be Jasmine Rose. What? I didn't know about this. <laughs> no, no. I just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I love Keeks, but uh, she actually gave me a bag of her drag, and I like I wear it all the time. I, it doesn't look quite as good on me as it does her. But. So the House of Rose now will be Keeks, um, and Eve- Evelyn is. Part uh, well, of the they, House they of call Rose? Her, they call themselves the, the House of Horticulture. <laughs> so I, I, I horticulture. I don't. They're not like an official house. They're just like sisters. But so uh, Keeks's new uh, baby is Tiff. 
Tiff. Oh, okay. So yes. TIF. Tiff. Yes. And she's just tall and beautiful and skinny. Yes, she and is. literally like weighs nothing. I love her. That fucking bitch. She's like the size of my left leg. Yeah. But Tiff is like, I, I, so I knew Tiff uh, from a little bit before from Stunt. Like it's starting to be in here. And Tiff is so sweet. She is so charismatic. Like you can just sit there. It's like sit there and have a conversation with her, and she just, the conversation just keeps on rolling. And she's super cool. And her and Keeks, like literally, like they're gonna be fabulous together because they're the same person. And we love Keeks. Keeks is a treasure of Hillcrest yeah. and also a manager over at Riches. Yeah. And let me tell you, that girl, she literally sometimes can just sit down on a chair and perform a whole song, and you are like just gobsmacked with the beauty. Yeah. And then I just get wet when she just walks. Yeah, she's a, I know, I <laughs> Those know. Those legs. She's got RuPaul's legs. She 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 unhung some wall art on my in my home for me before. I just want everybody to know that. Keeks she, Rose hung my wall art at home. Because <laughs> she's tall enough and you're not. <laughs> because she's tall enough, yeah, yeah. She I, she also comes into my house and yells at me. Yeah. So, and it's nice. I mean Keeks Rose yelled at me, so that's that's a nice I feel like we all end up yelling at you at your house for some I reason. I know, and I'm like, I pay the rent here, but it's fine. <laughs> um so, uh, who else can we find at um, number one on fifth? Um, I mean, uh, so as far as show, shows and... We went and, over the shows. Yeah. We went over the DJs. Yeah, we went over the DJs. We went over uh, DJ Pure Flow, DJ Latina, uh, Lotus. I love Latina. She's so cool. And yeah. speaking of houses, Mia, do you have any child children? I do have children. You yes. do? I do. I do. I can't disclose them. Oh. I'm, wor- I'm working on some more. I had two actually pass away. Oh, I'm so um, sorry. No, Flo Flo. Flo Flo, yes. And um, I also had Lisa. Lisa. Lisa was part of the Imperial Court. She was one of my children as well. You know, I have to share something. Like, I actually, you know, Flo Flo was such an amazing person and an amazing individual. And she had approached me to be a glam and I at the time really wasn't establishing a house I uh, Searsha at the time was my drag daughter if you will Searsha and I actually kind of considered ourselves sisters because I felt that she was very established and she was so creative and I and I wasn't comfortable to take that role on and I wasn't comfortable to take the motherly role on at that time and it's something that to this day I have a bit of hurt over because I don't no, I, I hope I didn't hurt Flo. It was just, you know, I didn't know what I could teach a, a person of melanin, like, makeup style and so forth. I didn't know what I could teach her. You destroyed her, girl. Uh, uh. <laughs> no. uh. Flo, Flo Flo was an amazing, amazing person. <sighs> and to mentor her and to see her get her own show because mm-hmm. we've yep. always we've been there where you want to be part of a cast and you don't get the call and you don't get the gigs start your own show and she started her own she show did at brass. her own house and i was so proud of her she was a force and to this day still chad honors her we have a table at dream girls um the flow flow table honey and um i think of her often i think of her spirit and it was just so beautiful when she would transform and you know she was kind of quiet out of drag but yeah. bitch when she got up on that stage she fucked that shit up yeah, I, I helped to name her because she came to me and she wants to know what her name should be and I said girl it's all about the jokes and it's all about the double meanings I want you to be heavy flow ah. <laughs> she, me. she didn't want to be heavy flow but she did take flow flow I and then love she it ended up having a son so she DJ pure flow oh yes. I was going to ask yep. DJ yep. pure flow uh-huh. oh wow yep. Okay. Yep. you never got to meet 
Flo. No, I, I always hear about uh, Flo and Lady O, and they're yes. two that I, yeah, I was I never I never. Oh, heard. Lady O, girl, girl, I can hear her now. Hey, girl, <laughs> <laughs> with that deep trombone voice. Oh, we've had. Is so and uh, the baby queen of next month we haven't really decided on yet. Who yeah. who's contending? Um, I I actually would like it to be Tiff. It's gonna be Tiff. Yeah, yeah. All right, you heard it now. The baby queen of the month of January is officially Tiff. Just Tiff, not Tiff Bro. She's just Tiff. Just Tiff. Just the Tiff. Just the Tiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Marty Mars is our queen. If Marty, you're here. Oh. Hey, girl. What's up? You want to come up over here? I'm not sharing my mic. This is enough already. (laughs) (laughs) So Marty was actually our queen for November. And let me tell you, Marty is a makeup maven. And I'm... Look at her. She is giving us this devil look today. And Marty has actually taken on me as a client for How Glitz Stole Christmas. We're doing a special Christmas Eve brunch here at Urban Moe's um, in place of Bubbles because Kixie's out of town. And I was yeah. like, hey, girl, my family going to take this shit over. Um, you'll be seeing the ads out soon and you can get tickets. And Marty is going to be transforming me into the Grinch. So I'm so excited to do your makeup. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi. Um, Hi no pressure, but I think I shared with you last night on the phone that you are literally going to be like the second person, I think, to ever touch my face. Yes. And I'm so honored <laughs> to do it. I've seen your pictures and I'm like, I know my face, but like when it comes to characters, I'm not as good at creating characters. And uh, Jazzy was like, girl, you need to hit up Marty because she does a sickening Grinch. And then we looked on your Insta and I was like, I mean, we're going to turn it out and I can't We're going to make magic on your face. So how long have you been doing makeup? Um, I want to say since I was 13 years old. Okay. So, do you work at a makeup counter? Do you work for yes. Mac, or where do you work? Uh, for myself. For yourself. <laughs> yeah. So you're just you're an MUA. Yes. You're um. Once my service, like, they contact me and. And you stay busy, obviously. Yes. Yes, you have a lot of weddings during the summer. I'm sure. Yes. Um, um, bridezillas are a thing. Have you ever done a, a bride's face and had to like wipe it all off and start over? Have you ever done somebody's face and they didn't like it and just made them made you start over? No. No, because she's just that myself good. Myself when I started like practicing. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Martha, I never let anybody else do my makeup, and he's the only one that I've let done my do my makeup before. Am I pronouncing it right? I always say Marty. Is it Martha? Oh no, no, because well. Her name out of drag is Martha, like Mars. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, and I, I met her out of drag, so I call her Martha. Uh, but it's Marty, Marty Mars. Oh. Okay. Oh my God! I just saw that we have Earth Intruder in the audience. Also from the House of Glam. Also yeah. from Our the uh, House of Glam. That's Auntie Earth Intruder, um, one of San Diego's premier club kids. You can catch him at uh, Riches. He uh, go goes uh, after hours with us. Um, he's actually the head honcho. Um, he books us too, and he's the father of the San Diego club kids that have been around since um, um, since uh, Moses parted the water of the. <laughs> <laughs> the rest she just called you old. I did call you old, bitch. 
And um, this month's, next month's club coming up, you're going to feature Riches, correct? Yes, I'm going to be featuring, which I also work with, uh, with Earth Intruder. We work together at Riches. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm going to be featuring Riches um, just uh, for December, letting you guys know what's going on over there. I'm super excited. I know the uh, the What the Fuck party is happening on December 10th. <sighs> so much fun. Yeah, I really I wanted to dance, but I think I'm going to be working the door. So, girl, they got to have you out of the door. I know. We need your I presence. Danced, I danced last year, and you it was did. so fun. We like we we tore through um wrapping paper. Wrapping paper. It was so fun. I know. I think my most favorite memory, one of my favorite memories ever of go go dancing, was the year that we did the what the fuck, and Ryan had built like the Hollywood squares up against the wall so there was three levels and in like one square there was a toilet in one square there was a bathtub and one square there was like a kitchen scene with an ironing board and we were just like in there you know taking a dump or ironing or doing whatever and it's just I you know I can't wait to talk more about Riches next month because oh yeah uh, they're so creative and we have uh, Ryan is going to be a guest um, in February I love Ryan on February 5th um, he's going to be coming in. Uh, also, on February 5th, we're super excited to announce that uh, Mayor Todd Gloria will also be joining us. Um, and, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to shake things up, you know? We're getting important people up in here. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Todd Gloria. He, he's, he's awesome. It's pretty cool that your mayor comes to this bar and, you know, yeah. often you can see him sitting I like there. to awkwardly hug him when I see him. Awkwardly <laughs> hug him. Yeah, yeah. I do awkward things. So I actually asked Ryan if he can host my funeral. <laughs> When I die, yeah, because I have my funeral plans on a document in my computer. I know she's crazy yeah. like I, that. I, I, I'm prepared, Gigi. Not you crazy. are prepared. <laughs> Sometimes too prepared, girl. Yeah. Well, most can't host it because you guys have food, so you oh. wouldn't be able to have my body in here. So it just has to be at a certain temperature. But because you guys are a restaurant, anyways, we won't. We'll go in more into that later on. We'll go in more into that later. <laughs> well, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's come in here today. Thank you, Mia, for thank taking you time so much for, for coming in. We're looking forward. To, you're going to be taking us to church later. I yes, listen to your tracks, girl. And, and we have an amazing lineup today with Shania and with Kixie and with you. Unfortunately, um, Dolly uh, contacted me last night and she got the vid. COVID has this visited. One? No, the Dolly. Oh, the Dolly. Yes, oh. our special guest today. Oh, no. So she was not able to make it over. We're going to reschedule her for um, 2023. Yeah. But we still have a fabulous cast today. We're going to have fun. We're going to have our twerking for Jesus. We're going to have our champagne shooter. It's going to be a good time. Um, thank you, Ariana, for stepping in today. No, of course. Thank you for having me back. It's oh. been a while. Since my birthday last time. Since your birthday last October. time. October. Oh, my October. goodness. That's right. I turned 30, flirty, and thriving. Oh, hello. Thank you, Jazzy, for coming in. I know you're busy and a bit hungover today. Uh, It's all right. This this is never going to (laughs) stop. It's a perpetual drinking thing. And thank you, Marty, for being here. Thank you so much for having me. We love your fucking looks, and I can't wait to see what we create for uh, Christmas Eve, how the glitz stole Christmas. Yes. All right, folks. um, You can tune in to thechurchofglam.com to watch this um, later on. It is live streamed now. We are working on uh, making it so you can watch the video as well. Um, And you can find us on Spotify as well, GGTV and on all of our uh, social media platforms. You can find us at thechurchofglam.com, Glitz Glam TV, and uh, of course me, Jesse underscore Glam. Follow me, bitches. Until next time, one, two, three, GGTV! 
Damn, girl. Was that an hour already? Sheesh. Time flies when you're having fun. Want to join us live? Meet our cast and special guests. Have your say on this very podcast? Well, join our live studio audience from 12 noon on the first Sunday of every month, live from the world famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill. Be part of the community like never before. Hillcrest, see you next month. The Church of Glam and GGTV is a Glitz Glam and Creative Press production. You want to get in touch? Get involved? Then text us at 619-880-GLAM or email us at hello at thechurchofglam.com. 